American made. That is a term that has carried a lot of weight with me. And I think it has with you because it means something. It means American workers. It means American quality. It is it's wrapped up in the American dream. American made doesn't mean the same as it used to, because now you can get, you know, something that was just put together here or the idea was here coming from all different places all around the world. What you want is something that is made and assembled here 100 percent. And that's what you get when you buy American giant clothing. You're not just buying clothing. You're investing in people. You're investing in this country. They're doing their part, the cotton, the milling, the cutting, the sewing, 100% here in America. You can get cheaper quality. You can, but they're made by workers overseas who aren't being paid a living wage. We need to bring our industry back to America. And the way to do it is to shop with American Giant. Because there's American Giant in all of us. Find yours at American-Giant.com slash Glenn. They're on a mission. Join us, will you? American-Giant.com slash Glenn. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. I want to talk to you about what is being called the most bizarre race in American politics today. And that is the closest race in 30 years for a senator in Utah, Mike Lee. The, I think, was it Trafalgar that came out today with 11 points? Uh, spread. Please tell me it was. Please tell me it was. Just lie to me. Lie to me. Lie to me. No, I think it was uh, Emerson. I believe. Oh, are they good? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Good. I right. mean, you, you, Trafalgar usually has better results for Republicans, although a lot of times they're more accurate. Yeah. So you, you, the fact that it's not Trafalgar is a good thing in this case, probably. Right. Uh, there are other uh, public polls showing him within five or six points. Really? Uh, Mike Lee should be 20 points ahead. Especially when you understand this, and I want to quote, McMullen is running as an independent in the mold of Mitt Romney and Senator Joe Manchin. Wow. Uh, It's a novel strategy that requires support from Democrats, independents, and anti-Trump Republicans in a deep red state. Even as a clear underdog, McMuffin is making the most competitive Utah Senate race in 30 years. It's a remarkable test. Listen to this. It's a remarkable test of McMuffin's unproven theory that he can topple a conservative by running a one-on-one race with no Democratic spoiler. 
That's their stated goal. Utah, what are you thinking? It should be 20 points ahead. Mike Lee joins me in 60 seconds. So what do you think your uh, mobile company is doing uh, with all the money that you send them? And you know what? Usually I don't care. They provide a good service. I don't really care. You know, as long as they're, you know, not helping, you know, drug smugglers. Well, they're really kind of, they really kind of are in a way. Verizon sends a lot of their money to uh, Planned Parenthood. That's just as bad as drug smuggling to me. Um, Companies like Verizon are giving your money to things that you are absolutely against. It is time to join the parallel economy. Do business with a company who don't do things like that with your money. In fact, they take some of their profits and they invest it back into our communities. They are in our uh, in our schools and school board meetings. They are backing people that are trying to make a change. People like you. Plus, they give you just great phone service. They have all American customer service. They're on the same cell towers and you will save money. Get free activation with the offer code Beck at PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck or call 972-PATRIOT. Mike Lee. Okay, I know you're not a panicky guy. I am. I am. What are you feeling there on the ground of Utah? This race is closer than it should be. We've got an opponent who is characterizing himself as whatever the individual voter wants to think he is. Of course, he's a CIA spook. <laughs> right, right. I mean, yeah, it turns, it turns out they've been trained in this sort yeah, of thing, Yeah, right? they have, yeah. Uh, I mean, he literally went to the Democratic Party and he said, look, um, you can run a person with a D after their name if you want, but... Uh, I can give you another 10, 15, 20 points on top of that person, give you a better shot of beating Mike Lee because I'm not settled with the D at the end of my name. And in the meantime, he embraced most of their policies. He voted for Joe Biden, campaigned for Joe Biden, encouraged other people to vote for Joe Biden, praised everything Joe Biden did, condemned the Republican Party for years, uh, using all kinds of horrible, horrible words to describe it. And then got the nomination. Convinced the Democratic Party not to even run a candidate. How did he, he do that, Mike? Uh, I mean, seriously, how did he do? Did he go to the convention or how did they do that? Yeah, well, he he, he met with delegates uh, one-on-one and as groups and went to the state Democratic convention and said, look, I, I'm your guy to beat up Mike Lee. And I've got an advantage because I won't have a D after my name. Yeah, wait, wait, wait. But were there was, other yeah. Democrats that were running? With- oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Was, uh, so the Democrats voted for him at their convention. Yeah, they, voted to en- they, they voted to endorse him, and they also voted not to run a candidate from their own party, not wow. to nominate a candidate from within their own party, at Evan McMullen's urging. Now, how did he get them to do this? Well, he had to embrace a whole bunch of their ideology, including Glenn, he, including support for S1. Do you know what S1 is? No. S1 is this bill. It's this bill that would give the federal government control over elections. It would oh, effectively yeah. prohibit states from adopting voter ID laws. Right. It would lead to the automatic voter registration of millions of illegal aliens. It would strip state legislatures of their authority under the Constitution to make their own redistricting decisions. 
And the list goes on and on in terms of what it would do. Not only did he promise to support that, he also indicated that he would nuke the filibuster in order to make it law. Nuking the filibuster is this cheap procedural mechanism by which they would theoretically break the rules of the Senate in order to get around the rule that says you've got to have 60 votes to bring debate to a close. This sounds maybe innocuous enough because of the way he phrased it. He said, oh, I'm you know, I, I think there should be an exception for this type of law. Right. The problem is, Glenn, once you, once you uh, cre- create an exception like that in legislative filibuster, it's all gone. And from there, it's a downhill slope to where they're packing the Supreme Court and they're adopting other legislation to add D.C. and Puerto Rico as states. And a small handful of changes like this that he would open the door to we'd have perpetual democratic rule. You couldn't elect another Republican Congress or president for decades to come. So, you know, it's amazing. This is the um, this is the bill that Hillary Clinton was talking about when she came out and she said, there's a conspiracy to take away your right to vote in 2024. What she what she was um, dressing up was the fact that the Republicans are saying, no, the Constitution says this all must be decided by the states. And that's really important. So the Republicans are not the ones suggesting a change. They are trying to stop those who are trying to change the entire system. Correct? Correct. And we're just trying to defend what's already in the Constitution. Because you see, Glenn, there's this thing in the Constitution that says you've got to follow the Constitution unless you amend it. And the Democrats don't want to amend it. And so Evan McMullen, by saying he would support this and he would nuke the filibuster to do it, that puts him to the left of several of my Democratic colleagues in the Senate. And so, look, this is what's going on. The joke is not lost on this. Evan McMullen is a political chameleon and deep Democratic blue is his latest political color. He is coming forward trying to convince people that he's whatever they want a senator to be without really letting them know on this whole story. You notice, Glenn, if you, if you look at his campaign materials, his advertisements, his media interviews, ever since he got the Democratic Party's endorsement, like six months ago, he doesn't talk about policy. He no. speaks in generalities and abstractions unless he's talking about me, and uh, then he's using false and de- defamatory language with auto recklessness uh, with regard to the truth. And that's because he doesn't want to talk about policy because he then loses votes. I, I, I think Mike, and I think you know this uh, because they've stated it. This is, if this works, this is how they're going to dump the uh, progressive and democratic um, shell because just like they did under Woodrow Wilson, they destroyed the word progressive. And so it took them 10 years to come back and uh, re um, rejigger everything. And they became liberals. And that's why we always thought of people as liberals and not progressives. Liberals just meant that's progressives right. to them, but they try to dupe everybody. This is way this is the way his theory. I mean, I can't believe that's a quote. His theory is I can unseat a conservative if the Democrats just don't run someone against me. And if that theory proves out with you to be correct, 
It's done. They'll do it all over the country. Uh, yes. Yes, it will. And, and here's the thing. He, when he's talking to conservatives, he actually says, Evan McMullen actually says, I'm a conservative. But when pressed on the issue, what, what does that mean? He'll say something like, oh, I like to hike and I, I, I believe in, in freedom and the American way. Uh, I'm not sure you know what that means, sir. Uh, he, he's, he still calls himself pro-life, even though he went on MSNBC a few months ago and said that it would be wrong to overturn Roe versus Wade. Uh, and then he still says when speaking to conservatives, I'm pro-life. But when you listen to the fine print, he says that he defines pro-life now as meaning he believes we need more social programs sponsored by the federal government. And so, it, look, this, this is not right. Uh, the people of Utah uh, are, are not dumb. They're getting the truth, and that's why I believe I'm going to win. But I need all the help I can get. I'd encourage your listeners to go to leeforsenate.com uh, and uh, find out how they can support me, either by volunteering or by contributing or otherwise. I'd also ask your Utah listeners, if you haven't filled out your ballot yet, please do it. Please do it today. Fill it out today. Send it in today. We've got to make sure we get all of our votes in. If we do that, we'll beat this guy. Um, Mike, thank you very much. I'm, uh, am I coming out Thursday? I know we talked about it. You are. We are coming. I'm you coming are. out Thursday. So yes. I've, I've got a <laughs> podcast I have to record after the radio program and uh, then I'll record a podcast, then get on a plane and come join you. Do you know where or, or when? We'll be in St. George uh, uh, sometime early evening on, uh, on Thursday. Uh, we'll be posting that location as soon as we've got it ironed out. Uh, that'll be Thursday evening in St. George, Utah. Okay, good. I, uh, I don't know what I'm going to do, but uh, I'm, I'm there to support you. Um, you're the only one. Yeah, my itinerary I, for the show says that you'll be juggling chainsaws. Okay, uh, good, uh, good. Uh, yes, <laughs> thank you very much. And you'll be throwing them yeah, at me. Yeah. That's that's yeah, a good friend. Naturally. That's a good naturally. friend. Yeah. Mike, Ooh, can I come? <laughs> <laughs> you want to come? Welcome. Now I want to be there. Do you want to yeah. come? You can't come. Can I throw I'm... a chainsaw at you? No. Well, well I really <laughs> want you to win, Mike. So maybe I will. Falls well on a unicycle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mike. God bless. Thank you so much. Hey. Thank you. You bet. Bye-bye. Uh, Lee for Senate. Lee for Senate is the uh, web address. So I can, you know, honestly, like, yes, these points that Mike made are completely valid about yeah. Evan McMullen and his approach here and how he's basically changing all of his opinions to try to fool voters in Utah. But, like, it really shouldn't be necessary for him to make those points. <laughs> number one, of no, course, no. he should be up by a lot. But number two... It's not just that McMullen is bad. It's that Lee is good. Lee is the I know. He's a really good senator that holds the line on the Constitution all the time. And this is And the, I know that to be true because he pisses me off sometimes. Because <laughs> sometimes. I want him to vote, you know, the way I want things done. And he'll <laughs> I'll call him up and I'll be like, Mike, and he's like, Glenn, death penalty for, you know, People who don't listen to your show, unconstitutional. I like, yeah, but can we make an exception this time? And he's like, no. You know, that's the that's when you know somebody is a constitutional guy when they say things that you know even they don't want to say. They it'll hurt their side. 
because that's what happens with the Constitution. It doesn't care what side you're on unless you're not on the side of truth. It just seems like these types of documents are vitally important to this particular state. Yeah. Right. Like it seems like, yeah. I mean, knowing a lot of people from Utah that we've met, we've worked with, met over the years, it, it seems like there's a real reverence for these documents there is. and why you'd want to elect someone who wants to throw them in the trash rather than Mike Lee, who has, who honors these things more than any senator in the entire Senate. I, I don't even know how it's a, a Mike was freaked out at the beginning because he saw the ploy and now he's, you know, calm. And I, now I'm freaked out because uh, I'm like, geez, man, I can't believe it's this close. Anyway, I'll be there Thursday. You want to come? Seriously. I would like to come. Yeah. yeah okay. Come I, I, I got to check some schedule stuff. But yeah. Oh, do you? Yeah. I might yeah. have my hair. Yeah. <laughs> I got to wash it. Well, that it. one hair that you still have on the top of your head? <laughs> I have several. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can count. All right. Uh, let's talk to you about, uh, instead of your hair, how about your skin? Do you use the best in skincare from GenuCell? If you want to uh, look your uh, years younger, GenuCell skincare is the way to go. Awesome products, says April from Rockport, Illinois. Uh, it's very close to what you're uh, going to be saying when you try out GenuCell's most popular package and start looking years younger with GenuCell skincare. Right now, the most popular package is 70% off when you go to GenuCell.com slash Beck. You can treat yourself to the only skincare products you'll ever need. GenuCell is so confident that you'll love your look that every order has a 120 day money back guarantee for a limited time you'll also get their correcting serum free with your order check it out today it's a great gift as well as you get into the holidays genucell is always hooking people up genucell has delighted happy customers for years by treating tens of millions of everyday skin problems like wrinkles dark spots dry skin sagging jawlines facial redness and even those annoying bags and puffiness for men and women just like you and with its immediate effects genucell guarantees results in as little as 12 hours or your money back. Order at genucell.com slash Beck. Your most popular package includes a complimentary gift set plus free express shipping. Genucell.com slash Beck. It's G-E-N-U-C-E-L dot com slash Beck. 10 seconds, station ID. Stu, who is our resident uh, cephologist, cephalologist is... Uh, um, putting together something. Uh, it's Oh, you don't know what that is. I, yeah. Well, no. Yeah. I don't. Just somebody who studies elections, too. Oh, okay. That's me. Yeah. I didn't look that up real quick. No. But, uh, anyway, uh, you put together a, a comprehensive guide on what we should look for for election night, and it is now coming out our Blaze TV midterm uh, guide. It has everything that you need to know so you can watch with us. Uh, as we report these things live next Tuesday, a week from tonight, uh, can the Republicans get a Senate seat in Washington state of all places? Kathy Hochul, is she really in trouble in New York? Will voters punish Gretchen Whit Whitmer for her COVID lockdown insanity? All you have to do, get it at theblaze.com slash election guide. It's free. It'll be delivered right to your inbox, theblaze.com slash election guide. We'll send you everything you need to know to be ready for election night. So some of the polls that are out now, yeah. um, it looks like, and I think this was a, um, uh, a uh, poll by, in New York, I'm looking for it here. There's a Trafalgar poll that came yeah, out of Trafalgar. New York. Trafalgar. You have that? I yeah. Can't find uh, it. Has Hochul and Zeldin tied up 48-48? Uh, 
The Zelmentum is real. Wow, that's Glenn. amazing. It's, in- it's incredible. Now, it's Kathy Hochul's approach has been interesting, too, because she's like, hey, like, what if I tell people they shouldn't care about crime? What yeah, about she's, that? She's saying that, cri- that the crime that you think is happening is a, quote, conspiracy theory. Yeah. This is essentially the same approach Joe Biden had on inflation, which worked out really well, didn't it? When he told everyone it didn't exist, then it was transitory, and then, it, well, it was overblown, and we're going to get it under control soon, and don't worry about it. And it, she, Hochul is in the beginning stages of that. Why, are you, why do you care about this? What's your problem? Why do you care so much about it? And that's what she said to Lee Zeldin on stage at the debate. I don't know why you care so much about this. Well, I don't know, I, because people are being stabbed and raped. Including him! He was Lee Zeldin was almost stabbed on stage. He no, had a, there was he a shooting no, outside of his house. I didn't hear any of that. His two kids were Can home. Can we talk about Nancy Pelosi's son? That was a or a husband. That that was a right wing extremist. That's that not we should... at all true or proven by any means. But also, <laughs> yeah, we should talk. You know, look, crime is crime. All of it, it deserves is. conversation. It does. But the policies implemented by the left, and not just the policies on crime. It's not just hey. We, you know, have these prosecutors that let everybody out of prison. We, we want to get rid of cash bail. All these things that are, are making the crime problem worse. Yes, that's part of it. But a big part of the crime problem was the COVID policies of these governments in blue states. They implemented long-term lockdowns, which made a lot of people go insane. Right. And not to mention what it did to the economy and made people desperate enough to commit crimes. So a lot of this stuff comes directly from the policies of the left and you know, Kathy Hochul's approach here is basically like, well, if I tell them something else is more important, they'll believe me and we'll win. That's not a good approach. I have to tell you, I am talking to a lot of my friends and family up in the Seattle area. There's a new poll out by Trafalgar again, shows Murray, the Democrat, 49.9 and Smiley, the Republican for senator at 48.2. Incredible. That is, you know, the margin of error is 2.9. Uh, and the, my friends tell me <clears throat> they have never seen anything like what's happening with Smiley. Imagine being in Seattle and standing on an overpass with a Republican sign. Uh, I had talked to a friend last night who said, I've never seen Republican signs in my uh, neighborhood. They're everywhere I look now for Smiley. We could pull that one off as well. And wouldn't that be a miracle in Washington state? People are sick of it and they know who did it. The Glenn Beck Program. If you were stuck in your home just for a few days during a natural disaster, can't imagine that. Can you imagine something's going on? There's an emergency and they tell you to stay at home. Anyway, would you have enough food to eat? If you were stuck there, and if I were stuck here, I'd eat stew. That's easy, okay? He's a vegetarian. I wouldn't like it. Grass-fed. Yeah, I wouldn't like it. He'd be kind of stringy and probably tastes like vegetables, but I'd eat him still. Anyway, that's why you want to have some uh, food from my Patriot Supply on, on, uh, on hand, because I'd still be hungry after I ate him. Anyway, um, if you don't have stew... And you don't have food from my Patriot Supply. What are you going to do when an emergency comes? And it's coming. Right now, you can get $250 off their three-month emergency food kit from my Patriot Supply. 
It has easy to make breakfast, lunch, dinners, drinks, snacks, 2,000 calories a day. Get one for each member of your family and you can you can save $250 off each package now at MyPatriotSupply.com. That's MyPatriotSupply.com. Make sure to get the Blaze TV election coverage. It's at blazetv.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn. Adia Wushner is uh, joining us now. She's from Yes for Life, Kentucky. She's a chairwoman. Um, And there is a constitutional amendment number two uh, in Kentucky, and it is really important uh representative massey told me about it and so we wanted to get adia on with us hello adia how are you i'm great glenn thank you for having me on today you bet and now explain what uh amendment two is on november 8th kentuckians when they go to the poll they will have a choice facing them which is a pro-life amendment on our state constitution we have two amendments proposed amendment two will explicitly affirm that the kentucky constitution contains no right to abortion or the government funding of abortion it allows this amendment very simple language extremely simple and the response, of course, is yes, as we're trying to that. But I'm going to read it to you to protect human life. Nothing in this Constitution shall be construed to secure or protect a right to abortion or require the funding of abortion. OK, I would Short, vote for that. How how is what is the mood of the uh, the state in Kentucky about abortion? Because would that take away the right for rape and incest? Well, it, it, again, it, at this level, at a constitutional level, it leaves all of that up to the lawmakers that make the laws and make policy surrounding abortion. Uh, so you, what right you're now, saying is it has to be it has to go into the House and the Senate and the governor because the Constitution is silent on it or not silent exactly. on it. It has it, it, it does not address it at all. Right. Right. And you can't and you can't have then radical judges trumping up sometime trying to find, let's say, a right to abortion where there is not, none in the Constitution and, and trying to use that. We're already we've got court cases because we've got a trigger law. Kentucky has a rich, rich history. It's part of the fabric of who we are, that we have protected life going back to the first laws on the books in 1910. Of course, as those were reaffirmed in 1973. Roe, the Roe court decision, put suspended all across the country all the state laws. Since then, there have been subsequent laws created and made, and we've been in the courts ever since. Um, I served in the House, and in 2018, we passed a law banning live dismemberment next to partial birth abortion, the most gruesome form of abortion. We have been in in the federal courts since 2018 on that, four years fighting that issue. I have to tell you, I I, I mean, Adia, you know, everybody has their own lines. But when it comes to uh, dismemberment and partial birth abortion and birthday abortion, uh, my gosh, I can't believe that a, a party, not the fringes, but the party would actually stand up and say, yes, that's what we're for. 
There used to be, you know, at least people were lying when they said, oh, no, 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 we don't want that. Uh, now there's just no shame. There's no fear of, I don't know, eternal damnation of saying I want to dismember a baby. Well, and that's the concerns. We will be fighting all of those issues in the courts because they're going to come back up. You know, they often ask if they're a compromise. We have a trigger law that referred back to our original laws in the books, protecting the life of the mother and the bodily integrity. We're in the courts right now. We're in the courts over heartbeat on, on the state level since the overturning of Roe. Right now, there are no abortions taking place in Kentucky, uh, but because we've got the constitutional amendment, we're in the courts and they're waiting for the, de- the decision so we can return back to the courts a week after the constitution, the election. But, you know, basically voting yes will say that every human, including babies in the womb, deserve the most fundamental human right, the right to life. It will ensure that Kentucky's Human Life Protection Act and the heartbeat law and other pro-life laws continue to prohibit the killing of unborn children in the womb. It would allow our representatives, our House and Senate members, not active its judges, to make those decisions mm. for and the people of Kentucky, the people who are elected to represent them. And it's also going to protect our taxpayer dollars, because one thing has always been clear, no matter what side of the this issue you may rest on, the citizens do not want their taxpayer dollars funding abortion. That has broadly been supported in a, bio, in a bipartisan manner. It is, uh, you know, it's it's awful um, and it really causes me um, great grief to pay my taxes, knowing that some of my money is going to pay for abortions or to fly people for abortions. It, it's obscene. We've we've always said we were against that. And the federal government has just gone into it and. You know, if a state is doing it, I, I and we saw we saw this year, you know, the battle over, you know, the Hyde Amendment has to be affirmed on a federal level every with every budget. You know, it's a, it's a process. Right. Right. And we saw the, the debate over that. And there are 16 states that we know, 15 or 16, that currently do use taxpayer fund dollars. We've we've voted that in uh, by the members of the General Assembly have strongly said we won't. But we need to affirm it in our Constitution. I mean, we're talking about keeping, making sure that our Constitution reflects Kentucky's values. The amount of money pouring into the state from radical outside entities is unbelievable. From California, uh, former mayor of New York, uh, Mayor Bloomberg, from Massachusetts, from those who want to undermine the values of, of Kentuckians. So is this well publicized? Do people understand it? In Kentucky, we have been work. We have been working. We formed an alliance of partners uh, right after this piece of legislation that would put this on the ballot. Formed, and that's with the Catholic Conference, the Kentucky Baptist uh, Convention, the uh, Family Foundation, my organization, which is Kentucky Right to Life, and we have chapters throughout the state, the Commonwealth Policy Center, and uh, Sisters for Life. We formed a coalition. We be- begin educating the, the public. What's amazing is how much money we knew we'd be outspent, but they have outspent us five to one. How much oh, yeah. money they would pour into Kentucky right. to undermine the the votes 
of Kentucky citizens. The grassroots in Kentucky is amazing. Pastors and individuals, uh, people putting up large uh, billboards in their own communities, running ads in their local papers, and um, speaking, you know, within the context, because this doesn't fall under the Johnson Amendment. You can speak about this at church. It, it, so it allows that because it's a ballot and a, and a moral initiative. Well, I will tell you that nothing is gonna, nothing is banned by the Johnson um, initiative. That, there's, that, that's a fallacy. People, I'd love for that to be tested uh, because uh, it, we're the only ones that abide by that. The Democrats never do. Adia, thank you so much for bringing this uh, to my attention. It's Amendment 2 in Kentucky, a constitutional amendment, number two. Uh, it needs to pass. You would vote yes on that if you uh, would like to get the courts out of your face. There's also something else, uh, and it's, being, it's a, um, a very rare letter. Uh, to all Detroit parishioners of the Catholic Church, the uh, Archbishop warns of an extreme abortion initiative. Uh, it's uh, proposition or proposal number three. It's the Reproductive Freedom for All Constitutional Amendment. Um, the Archbishop says it would have a vast and extreme consequence for Michigan if it passes. The Archbishop said, turning the state into ground zero for abortion extremism in the United States. He said, if you live in Michigan, you would vote no on Proposal 3. Um, it's 50-50 it's right now. And it is going to be our churches that make the difference. People who are people of faith and churches that are speaking out about these things uh, are going to make all the difference in the world. So, again, constitutional amendment in Kentucky, that's number two, yes. Uh, and if you live in Michigan, when it comes to proposal number three, you want to vote no. Back in a minute. Is that... Uh, is that walk that you try to, you know, go on with your dog every day? Is that what it is? The one that bothers you by the time you get to the end, your back, your knees, whatever it is. Or the couple of hours that you like to spend sitting in one place, just leaning over a table, put in the old World War II fighter jet uh, together. What is it that you, what is it that you love to do and can't do anymore? Well... Maybe you can't do it because of pain. Relief Factor is there to help you. Developed by doctors, has four key ingredients that fight inflammation, which is the source of most of the pain that we deal with. It could work for you. Try it. 70% of the people who try it go on to order more. Call 800-4-RELIEF. 800, the number 4, relief. ReliefFactor.com. That's ReliefFactor.com. The Glenn Beck Program. So according to Bloomberg, Elon Musk and his, quote, war cabinet have frozen some employees access to internal tools used for content moderation and the enforcement of other po policies, neutering the staff's ability to alter or penalize accounts that break the rules around misleading information 
uh, offensive post and hate speech. Um, this is getting a lot of people very upset, very, very upset, including, and this is going to come as a shock to you, Shonda Rhimes. You know who she is, don't you, Stu? Shonda Rhimes. She's, uh, I do not. She was the creator of Grey's Anatomy. Hello. She's now oh. said, I'm not going to use Twitter anymore. The list is. Yeah. She's, she's really impressive. Yeah. I was just reading it. Sarah Borellis. Sarah Borellis, yeah. Borellis. Who I love. Yeah. She's a, I love her. Yeah. I, but not, not going to, I don't think people are like on the edge of their seats wondering. Well, she says, sorry, this is not for me. Uh-oh. It's not for me. Tony Braxton. Who no. Had, yeah. She had that hit back in like 1993. Did she now? Yes, she did. Mm-hmm. I don't remember the name of it. You were still it. playing music when she had that I was still playing music, mm-hmm. and that's a long time ago. Anyway, she said, I'm shocked and appalled at some of the free speech I've seen on this oh, platform. Stop. Like, yeah. Look, I if you want to say, I don't like Elon Musk, I don't believe in his vision for this yeah. site, I'm bailing. That's fine. To <laughs> act you? as if you've noticed any difference since he took over, it's the same site. It There's is. always been people saying terrible things on okay, it. That's what Twitter on is. A second. Yeah, I haven't even gotten to the important people. Oh, really? Like Mick Foley. The Mick Foley? Yeah. Of the of Foley fam- family? Wrestling. wrestling yes yeah, yeah i know he, well, I know well retired he's a retired professional wrestler and he's not a and he, a retired ac, uh, actor and uh and, of course uh, no, i know he I said know. i just this the hate that is being encouraged well, on twitter now stop. has my stomach in a knot and does it so, yeah so mick foley is gone okay he's gone but the, but brian koppelman is also the yes brian koppelman he's the co-creator of, of super, super pumped pumped and, and the which is of course a show uber it's a yeah mm-hmm. it's a show it's i a think show, i think yep. yep it's a show and so I've, i know i've watched it all of the app the shows that he did right yeah mm-hmm. uh eric larson the Kiss eric him. larson yes no best known for for um his, uh, oh gosh there's so many to, that are co- close competitors spider the, the achievement yeah the amazing spider-man yeah probably that be the number one probably the the only one that mm-hmm. most people could uh and then uh tia Lo- leone which i like tia leone the yeah. Taya Leone? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the yeah. one from Deep Impact? From Madam Secretary. Okay. Which is... Wasn't she Deep Impact or was it the other one? Maybe. It was one of the asteroid movies she maybe. was in, I think. But she has 124,000 followers. Wow. Yeah. That's impressive. And then there's Ken Olin. The Ken yes. Olin? And then Alex Winter. The Alex Winter. Winter. Now, now, you know who Alex Winter is. That's the only one I do know. He's, yeah. That's the guy from Bill and Ted, right? Yes. Not, not the famous one, the other known. guy. He's best known <laughs> for playing Bill in the Bill and Ted film series. There was a divergence in the careers after yeah. Bill and Ted. Keanu Reeves went one way and Alex well, Winter went quite the other way. because Alex has taken a stand. Yes. You know? You know, Keanu Reeves is probably still on Twitter. He, yeah, he's he likes probably, the hate. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. playing with guns all the time with that gun violence and, and that shooting and stuff that he does. And you might want to just let the audience know who Ken Olin Ken is? Olin. Yes. Ken he Olin. is mm-hmm. the executive, uh, executive producer, producer of, of, of one this of, 
this this is this old house is us oh this oh, is this us, is us. Oh, yes yeah. this is us mm-hmm. yeah and he made a plea for kindness and peace and then he said peace out that's nice i don't know so, like this is like what they were trying to do with spotify so, and joe rogan where right. like the people would like it was like some guy you'd never heard of took yeah. four songs off of spotify and we well, were supposed to care here's the thing um i just would like to point out that i think the headline of this story is wildly optimistic celebrities are starting to leave twitter i mean honestly would you name any of those people would you list any of them as celebrities well tia leone because i i just i mean i think she's pretty and she she had a run there. She was really good for a now, while. Now, Madam Secretary was kind of a... It was on for a yeah, while, Yeah, it was on it? for a while. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I yeah. would say her career... She had a comedy back in, like, the 90s, I think, maybe. Right. Or maybe the 2000s. And and I would say Brian Koppelman, too. You'd go with Brian Koppelman. Yeah, and so I Mick, think I'd go Sarah Burleson and, and uh, Alex Winter before I got to Brian Koppelman. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, where is... On your list, where, where do you put Ken Olin? Ken Olin, I would put I would put on a on a list. Yeah, a list on this list, a different list. Yeah, a list of people I didn't or know a, until this story. This, or, this or particular a list, segment. or a list that didn't have the word celebrity <laughs> right. included in it. Probably that would be they, many of them would be on that list mm-hmm. for me. But gosh darn it, what my my Twitter experience now is going to be empty because you followed all of those people. Oh my, yeah. Especially Tony Braxton. <laughs> yeah, you're a big Braxton I, head. Oh, Glenn's been going city to city with Tony Braxton for years. Yeah, she's been doing albums or the not Glenn doing Mac albums program. for a long time. One now. of the two, you know. I mean, you can't. 